and welcome to The Sesh. My name is Kendall. And my name is Janelle. We are so happy that you joined us this week for a lovely episode all about spicy topics. Yes, we have a whole episode of Spicy today. Yes, we do. I've missed the spicy. Yeah, it's been a while. I know. It's been it's a long been, time. Yeah, at least a month. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. So. We took some time off and some things happened. Mm-hmm. Some spicy things. Yeah. Actually, not that much. Well... Like, more has happened in the last week. Few weeks. And, like, yeah, that's all true. Over. I was worried that we would miss, like, a big, like, mm-hmm. opportunity to talk about spices when we were on our break. But, yeah, you're right. It was pretty bland. Yeah, it was pretty bland. Well. Everything gets kind of bland during the holidays. Like, yeah. normally I notice the news cycle kind of slows down. Not a lot happens. YouTube slows down, obviously, because everyone takes break and the ad revenue's not good in yeah. December and January for some reason. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't know. But anyway, we are here to talk about a couple of different spicy topics that you guys have requested. Um, Three specifically. Mm -hmm. And the main thing that you guys have been just asking us to talk about over and over again is the latest interviews that Jamie Lynn Spears has done, specifically (laughs) on Call Her Daddy podcast. Yes. Yeah. I mean... It is very controversial. You guys got some mad opinions. Even when you tweeted about it last Mm -hmm. week, being like, I'm listening to it. I have some thoughts. People were like, (gasps) I know. I know. It's very spicy. So if you haven't listened to it, then we're going to talk about it and Mm -hmm. yeah, give our opinions on it. Yep. Because we have definitely have some thoughts about it. Yeah, I definitely do. Like I was listening to it on my flight recently and I was just like typing away in my notes. Mm -hmm. Pause the the podcast and go write my notes. Yeah, I was writing my little journal, like writing random things down and looking at it. Oh, in your journal? Yeah, I have like a little notebook. (laughs) (laughs) Did you bring it? No. Or did you convert it to your notes? Yeah, no, I like, it was, I put it in here pretty much and then Mm. it's in my head, you know. All all you need is what's in your head. All I need is what's in my head because I'm not smart. Mm -hmm. Just kidding. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. We also have... Mr. Yay to discuss. Oh, yeah. Which Kanye, obviously, if you guys don't know, he changed his name to Yay. And um, yeah, he's looking at some trouble. Yep. He's in a little bit of trouble here. <laughs> well, we'll see. I mean, we'll see if anything actually yeah, we'll happens. See. I don't know. But he's beefing with his family or his ex-family, oh, I guess yeah. you say. Yeah. He's just been in the news a lot. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> have you, did you see um the latest pictures of him in, is it Julia Fox? Oh, his girlfriend. Is it Julia? Yeah, it's Julia Fox. Is it the okay. picture of him with the where he he's did like not wearing makeup. a mask? Oh no, no, no! It just came out like yesterday. Oh, he's... he apparently did her makeup. He did I, her... I can't confirm that, but people are saying that he did her makeup. Because Can we pull it she up? looks Janelle's bad gotta or something. See it. I mean, not bad. She's a beautiful woman. But Is it like just makeup's a, a little much? <laughs> so they're saying that he did it. Jesus. Yeah, he's I think. Well, I think brutal. he may have. Maybe type in Kanye. Does Julia Fox's makeup? <laughs> See oh if it's real. Can we confirm? God, because I saw several TikToks of people saying that he did her makeup last night. Kanye, and West. everyone was using that sound from Kim. That's like, like you got, you look like clown. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I've been watching the old Kardashians episodes recently. It's good shit. Yeah, just watched really the one ones. in Bora Bora. Oh, the diamond earring fiasco. Oh God, <laughs> I watched the wedding of what's nuts and Kim. The hell is his name? Uh, Chris oh, Humphreys. Humphreys, right? Yeah, Chris Humphreys. And then you also watched. I came in the office like last week, and you were watching Chloe and oh, with Lamar. Lamar. Wedding. Yeah. Yep. I just found out even more about Lamar too. Just like, what's he been up to? Well, just about how like horrible their relationship was. And, oh, like, really? Which I always knew, but like more I never really knew the details. But just, oh. just about 
like how like one time he had a bunch of strippers in his hotel room and chloe and chris went in there and chloe started like beating the fuck out of one of these oh, strippers shit. yeah <laughs> damn oh yeah it was oh, a that's... lot more intense than i even realized oh yeah so check out that makeup look what do you think um i don't think he did it what well, the no, he's doing it right doing there it in that <laughs> is he doing her makeup or is he like caressing her neck I don't oh, know, brah. People are saying he did it. Well, yeah, no, I think he posted it and he said, um, yeah, who know my one and favorite uh, makeup artist is. Oh, I think she might have posted that. Yeah. Yeah. He well, did that's a nice, nice little look for her. I mean, mm. it's not that bad. It's very I black was swanny. More like clowny. It's, uh, yeah, it's black swanny. Yeah, it is black swanny. That's a good. I'm digging her mm -hmm. outfit, though. Yeah. I'm glad she's not just wearing the same. Because for a while there, she was just wearing the same outfit. The, in all of their paparazzi pictures too mm. like the crop top with a really low rise oh and i hope they don't come back the low rise oh jeans. man they, those can stay in the past right like low please jeans. god no like when i first saw her wearing them around i was like please don't let the all black friend i think it's just her though i think the gen zers are wearing low rise too are they i, don't I, don't know. I haven't seen i was just in la and all god i feel old sometimes when i go up to like the mall and Gen Z just they're so their fashion sense they're like so much just cooler than they're we were. like very risky as not yeah. risque but like take risks putting weird patterns together yeah. and like things that don't necessarily textbook mm -hmm. match you know what I mean yeah my like sense of work. fashion is just ass compared to them like and I mean they all they always have the um like really baggy jeans like yeah. stuff that looks kind of like hobo almost but yeah. they like make it look good mm-hmm I mean, we. I mean, sweatsuits are real in, like oh, are sweats they? and sweatpants. Well, perfect. Yeah, I was gonna say sweatpants with like sneakers. Yeah. Very in. That's so you're right. love that you're right. for us. You're right. Love that. Anyways, sometimes I feel like I need to hire someone in Gen Z to come and help me dress a little better, because my closet's getting pretty weak. I could help you, and I still sometimes wear things from like college. Oh, <laughs> things same. from like ten years ago. Oh, same. Can you? You can help me. Sure. I don't know. Not that <laughs> you, I know a lot. Your but your sense of fashion is way better than mine. Well, and Corelli. Honestly, Corelli's got the best yeah, fashion. I was gonna say I feel like I'm the most Gen Z out of the bunch, but well, because mm. you are Gen Z, right? I'm on the cusp. I guess I I'm am. On the cusp. I'm a cusper. Wait, your birthday is ninety seven. Yep. Yeah. I'm December ninety seven, so I'm like it. Yeah, you really <laughs> so you're are. You're like right at the cutoff. I'm literally the cutoff. Interesting. Uh, yeah. I think because my Cause, sister's January ninety seven, so she's like she's the, the beginning of the year, and I think she's a millennial. No, ninety seven is ninety seven in general. But oh, I was I'm a December. On? I'm a December, so I really am like the tail end. Yeah, of you really are. Oh, Gen so Z. my sister's a Gen Z. Yeah, she yeah. is. Mm-hmm. We're young millennials. Oh, we are. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You're right. Like the older yeah. scale, I think millennials like go up to like thirty seven now or something like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we're like pretty young. Mm. Anyways, we're pretty nice. young. <laughs> and what our kids are gonna be. Gen Alpha or Gen Beta, depending on yeah. when we have kids. Like if we have kids, like in the next few years, we'll and some alphas alpha. and some betas. Yeah, we can see like if the that's alphas so, are better than the betas. Yeah, I was gonna say that's sad to be like, yeah, I'm a beta. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who came up with those names? That's fucking mean. I don't know. It's not good. Oh, anyway, God. back to Yay. Back to Yay. Okay, back okay, to so, fucking Yay. Besides doing some makeup these days, yeah. he's also <laughs> doing some criminal battery. Yeah, I was going to say, he's also <laughs> doing some violence. <laughs> he is under investigation by the LAPD after he allegedly 
Not really allegedly. We, I mean, it's on camera. Not the punch. Not the punch. But the, but the, the aftermath. aftermath. Yeah. yeah. That's on camera. <laughs> he punched a fan outside of a club on Thursday morning, January 13th. Mm-hmm. We have a clip. Our, I don't know if we're going to be allowed to play it because TMZ's got that shit on lock. No, we can play it. I think can we, we? we yeah. tested it. We oh. uploaded it as a test and it didn't get yeah, uh, flagged or anything. It. So I think we're I okay. I thought one of them hey. did get uh, flagged. That was oh, Farrah. Was that Farrah Abraham? Yeah, we were going to oh. talk about Farrah, but uh, Farrah who Abraham? wants to talk about yeah, her? She got like... She was arrested Dude, on the ground screaming. Her video was hilarious. Yeah. So I was cracking but up. TMZ owns that one. Oh, for yeah. Sure. They're like, absolutely not. You cannot use that. This is ours. <laughs> With her one shoe off. She's like, I did not hit him. Yeah. She's like, this harassers like you. <laughs> harassers like you. <laughs> it's really, really not a good look. Oh, it's amazing. Hey, she and Gabby Hanna are starting a podcast. Um, wee wee. That is so fucking weird to me. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's very, it's, I never would have came up Put with the that. two of them together yeah. for a podcast. very interesting we'll have to what see how that called? goes mental mental yeah i think it's literally called mental is this oh, it's all about mental health oh boy which i'm like and she oh yeah ferris said and maybe a touch of true crime oh <laughs> true her own true crime though you know <laughs> like, as in my own assault that i have actually personally done oh my god oh, so okay. anyway okay, Yay. It's going to get, it's really hard for me to get used to it. He's Kanye. He's been Kanye to me my whole life. I know. There's well, no way I can get used to Yay now. Well, I, know. I know he's always been calling himself Yay, but like I can't call him Kanye or that's like disrespectful. I don't know. That's not his name anymore. I don't know if it's disrespectful. I'm not trying or to disrespect you, No, obviously not. No, but it is hard because I feel like he's still known as Kanye, yeah. but he legally changed his name to Yay. So if we say it back and forth, we're sorry and we will. So does that mean yeah. on his past albums, like College Dropout and stuff, will it be listed as by yay i'm gonna uh, find that out that's real quick. a great question honestly because mm. i don't know if you look up kanye uh, on his wikipedia it's yay remember when um snoop dogg changed his name to snoop, snoop lion? lion yeah when he went through like his weird little hippie phase for a second or like, literally a minute back though because no one ever calls him i think snoop he lion. like he was just that i think he was just going by that for a sec but i don't think that's like he legally changed mm. that or anything. Ah, oh, I see. It was just kind of like a stage name. Yeah, I think so. I it's, don't freaking know. It's Kanye. It's Kanye West on even on Spotify because he just released that new album and is it or under that new Kanye song? West? And yeah, it's under it Kanye, is West. Under Kanye West. Yeah, it it's is. Under Kanye. That's so weird. That is weird. Oh yeah, if you lo- if you type in "yay" on Spotify, it shows up Kanye West. Yeah, that's what I did too. Okay, uh-huh. well, dude, I don't fucking know, man. Whatever. Yeah. We can interchangeably call him. Speaking though, of which, speaking of Snoop Dogg, did you see the halftime show lineup? No. Oh, dude, it looks good. Really? For the Super Bowl? Snoop Dogg, <gasps> Dr. Dre, Eminem. <gasps> really? And Mary J. Blige. Also, Kendrick Lamar. <gasps> Damn, how'd they get all of those people? I, I don't know. I'm impressed. I know. It looks, I'm really, I'm going to tune in. Oh, I'll <laughs> definitely be tuning in. I've got dinner reservations that night, so hopefully they can get it done kind of Wait, early. when's the Super Bowl? <laughs> Uh, February thirteenth, I believe. Oh, that's day before Valentine's Day. Tom Brady's out of the, out of the running. Oh yeah, Brady boy, (laughs) Thomas Bradus. Yeah, we are big haters (laughs) here. (laughs) We are big Thomas Bradus haters in this house. Yeah, us and like seventy five percent of the country or more. mm -hmm. Why would he do? I don't know anything about football. He's just a little baby bag bitch. (laughs) Got it. Basically, (laughs) no. He's literally just a sore loser. He's a bad sport, and I think his character is annoying. Also, I'm a huge New York Giants fan, and. Enough Anyways. said. Enough said. <laughs> yeah, Josh was watching uh, it on his phone. We were like still on the tarmac waiting for our plane got messed up. So we sat on the tarmac for like two hours before Dude, we had to trash. change planes. Yeah, I know. It was really bad. And but Josh was happy because he, you know, got to watch. he got to watch it. So he was like, please don't let them fix this till the game ends. <laughs> 
but people on the plane were like screaming. There was, was one guy in the back game. that was like, oh no. And he was like on the phone with someone. He's like, that douchebag. <laughs> it was so funny because he almost he almost uh, brought them back. Huh? Uh, yeah. He tied like, it up and then really close. To I was kind of watching the game. on Josh's phone, but yeah, I, I, was, anything. I was watching it with a few of my friends and we were just like, oh, because at first we're like, haha, he's going to lose. And then he like brought it back. And I was like, oh God, he's going to fucking. And I was like, of course, yeah, Tom Brady he would, always right? does that. He mm-hmm. would do that. But mm-hmm. nope, didn't get it. Haha, <laughs> sucker. That is that. Maybe next year, man. Dude, he's so old. How long is he going to play for? I don't know. It's like insane. It's, so he's older than Brett Favre was, right? Uh, I don't know. All I know I is that he's the oldest NFL about that. player. And he was telling me, I think he's old. He's, yeah, the oldest now. Because Brett Favre has to be younger than him when he retired. Brett Favre was 41 when he retired. Yeah, Tom Brady's 45, 46. Damn. He's got old bones. Wow. And he's it's still like like really good. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you can't deny it. He's No, I can't deny it. Yeah, he's like the best football player ever. Yeah, but it's the attitude. It's the... Yeah, I don't like how he like... It's him. him. Yeah, it's him. It's him. He annoys me. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Back Back to to Kanye, right? Or yay. Sorry. Okay. (laughs) Anyway, he punched 40-year-old autograph collector... Justin Poplowski. Yeah, Poplowski. 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 That is a fun last name. I want that last. <laughs> Sounds like a party. At a Poplowski. I was at a Poplowski last weekend. Uh, yeah, I guess it happened outside of the members only club called Soho Warehouse at three in the morning. Mm. Mm, that's nice. Yep. They had a verbal exchange before it turned physical. <laughs> so bad. So and then he was from punched. What I understand, just from what I've heard, is he was asking for an autograph Kanye says no mm-hmm. and then says I'm having a really bad day right now and then the guy said something along the lines of like we all have bad days yep. and that pissed him off and then he punched him in the throat <laughs> something yeah like that yeah I guess Justin has been collecting autographs from celebrities since 96 and he's like a pretty respected autograph seller I guess mm. you could say on the real autograph collectors club RACC which I didn't know was a fucking thing oh and it's big is it big I kind of yeah I kind of like I kind of like Dug rabbit in. hole into that. Oh. Yeah. Collector's club. Yeah. Wow. He has pictures with like every, any celebrity name him. He's got him. He's got oh, him. Yeah. Here, here he is. Look at his Well, ass. he should start his own like celebrity punch club. <laughs> He'd be the first member. <laughs> and he can start racking up punches. Uh, uh, oh, he could be. Yeah. That could be, be the good, next thing. Right? That's bad. I'm sure he was laying there like, you know, but kind of happy about it. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, I just got fucking decked by oh, Kanye yeah, West. Dude, he was probably lit. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm God. sure. Uh, we should watch the video. Away from me. Give me your hand. Hey, man, I'm protecting us no, now. No, get away right? from me. I'm You're protecting us now. Come back to your hand. I am your family. I am your family. So this woman talking Give to him is his hand. cousin? Mm-hmm. Look at this. Justin's like, no, no. Uh, Who was supposed to talk He's down. Why did he just he do that? What is wrong with him? And he's screaming about Kim, too, yeah. right? He's I saying, so. you were supposed to talk to her. Can you please call the uh, could you yeah. please call the cops? Mm. Anyways, well, so LAPD is investigating still. We'll have to see what happens with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess he's um, facing maximum jail time of six months. Or I guess battery is a misdemeanor that carries the maximum jail time of six months. So maybe he'll go to jail. Highly fucking doubt it. Highly mm, doubt it. Yeah, I, I highly doubt that too. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I guess after the incident, though, he said, right now I'm just trying to live life and get back home. I still have other things to take care of. And he declined to comment further. Well, hopefully this guy gets some type of, you know, lawsuit or something. I don't know. Can I play devil's adv- advocate here? Sure. sure. Well, like, I don't know. I don't really blame Kanye because, I mean, you can't just go up to somebody and, like, kind of, it sounded like, like he was almost like harassing Kanye mm-hmm. because like he went to the, he went to Kanye's car 
Right. He went. Mm-hmm. He walked up to the car mm-hmm. and he's like, "Connie, give me like, give me an autograph." Yeah. And, yay, um, he would like he was like, you know, get back. Like I'm not having a good day. Take that. That's a warning. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't know. I feel like. It's a little. It's a little bit of both. Defense. But where uh, the hell is Kanye? Not, not, fully, not self-defense, but, but yeah, yeah. But I, I, I think that they. It's certainly not an excuse, but it's understandable. Like well, I feel like all the being time, in, yeah. yeah, any human in imagine. that position, it's got to be so bad. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, Poplowski mm. got Poplowski'd. Got popped. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but, <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> but well, I, I don't, don't know. know. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yay wouldn't mind giving him a small. But like, why small don't you just a million dollars? Yeah, or something? I was gonna say. Pay his ass off. Poplowski would be very I'm sure happy with he that. will. I'm sure that's why he's not very worried about it. And he's more worried about doing Julia's makeup. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, continuing with the yay drama. This is where it really gets in here. Birthday party drama. So Chicago, who is Kim and Ye's third child, and Stormy, Kylie and Travis's kid, shared a joint birthday party on January 15th. They were both turning four years old. Dude, these fucking birthday parties though they're insane it's ridiculous dude they're insane i wonder so bad i wonder how much they cost like on average oh, oh. <laughs> it's got to be so much for, for a, a little kid's, kid's birthday, birthday party, party and they're not gonna remember it no. it's so much more for the adults oh like, yeah flexing and then pictures yeah. and instagram i've said this blah. before on this show but i feel like it's they're kind of out of being able to show off their cars and their fashion and their jewelry mm-hmm. and now it's like the parties mm-hmm. you know who can throw the coolest party the biggest party and now, do the most ridiculous things i feel like because they're doing it now everyone who has somewhat of a following is expected to like throw these yeah. like i know fucking influencers and like youtubers and stuff that are throwing like huge parties for their one-year-old or something whatever <laughs> do what you want but it's like wild how influential they are that i feel like that would not have happened if the kardashians hadn't been doing it like the amount of influence that this family has on the it's world is nuts. insane. It's nuts. I was listening um, on TikTok last night to this makeup artist who, or I don't, I don't think she was. She was actually, um, she'd like she would dress up like, like a, cos- a costume person. Yeah, okay. yeah. A costume <laughs> player. A hey, I don't know the exact word. Cosplayer? She she dressed Cosplayer. up as a rainbow fairy for Stormy World, which was her first birthday. Oh, okay. Um, oh right. Yeah. Yeah. And she was talking about just how wild that whole experience was. And how she's never been to such a big event. She couldn't believe it was for a one-year-old. For a one-year-old yep. who has no idea what's going on. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty insane. It's wild. But anyways, he is upset because apparently the family didn't invite him and didn't want him to come to his own kid's birthday party. So he got on Instagram and started kind of like mm-hmm. spilling the tea, saying that he hadn't been given the address, even though he had asked multiple times and he couldn't get in touch with Kim now, keep in mind, this is right. This is January 15th. So it's right after he just decked this guy and is being investigated by LAPD. Correct. So could that have been part of the reason why they didn't want him at a children's birthday party? Correct. Maybe. I don't know. Right. Don't is know. there more or to is the story? Is it the drama between Pete and Kim and all that? Well, I've always heard, and again, this could be just for TV, but from the viewer's perspective, it's always seemed like Kim is put an important importance on co-parenting in mm-hmm. a healthy way and like yeah you know making sure that even though they're not together or whatever mm-hmm. that they still co-parent so again i don't know and she's always seemed like pretty supportive of him like still would yeah. go to his shows dress in yeah. like the all black outfits oh, yeah. to match his whole thing and like mm-hmm. she still wears like yeezys and stuff oh and yeah she still supports and she's Kanye been pretty supportive of him so i'm sure there's more to the story yeah. like we we're just getting kanye's version of events yeah here. there's got to be more to the story uh, i Which, guess he even called the nannies and tristan thompson 
Yeah, and Tristan wouldn't give him the address either. Mm, yeah. Because he's like, the last thing I need is more Kardashians angry at me. So yeah. I'm going to stay out of this one. Bro, sorry. Why don't you give Travis a call? Yeah. And Travis <laughs> Travis hooked him up. Travis gave him the like, address. Yeah, no problem. Okay, let's play the first um, clip here. Yeah, I'm just wishing my daughter a public right. happy birthday. I wasn't allowed to know where her party was. There's nothing legal. They're saying that these are the kind of games that's being played. At the light. It's the kind of thing that right. really, really has affected like, my left. health for the longest. <laughs> and uh, and I'm just not playing. I'm not letting, I'm taking control of my narrative this year. I'm being the father, the best father, the yay version of a father. And I'm, I'm not finna let this happen. And, and we're gonna be in real time with this right here. Chicago, happy birthday. <laughs> I love you. And I'm just putting this online because I need y'all support. I didn't call Kim, text the nannies. I got on the phone with Tristan. He he said, he asked Chloe, won't nobody give me the address to my daughter's birthday party right now. And that's gonna imprint in her mind that I wasn't there for her. You get what I'm saying? Like. I ain't, this, uh, this, I was supposed to be in Miami recording my album. I'm, my whole schedule is all based around me being able to take my kids to school, me being there for them, making sure that I'm in their life. That's right, the whole the point. point. Yeah, I, we get the point, Kanye. So, I mean, I think this is kind of interesting, though, because traditionally parents, if they have contention in their divorce, mm -hmm. like a lot of parents will do two, two separate, separate birthday oh, parties. Oh, yeah. Did you, when you were growing up, have two separate birthday parties? Or no, I was lucky enough. My parents, yeah, thankfully, co-parent really well. The best like, co-parent ever. Like the their divorce was like the textbook of perfect divorce. Yeah, I'm they so they both grateful. did an incredible job, and they still do. So I know I was lucky enough to have. I think for the most part, I mean, maybe it was like a birthday dinner with my mom, and then birth yeah. but like a birthday party with my friends. Like I, from what I remember, my parents would both show up. So mm. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, again, I'm like, maybe there's something more to the story that mm -hmm. we don't know. Like, was he acting really out of control two days prior? Yes, well, he was. He was yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's like. Yeah. Yeah. It's I don't kind know. of hard to say. I don't know. Okay. Again, not. I don't know. I, I, I don't know why I'm saying it for yay so much. Oh, let's do let's it. Let's hear it. I don't okay. give a fuck. <laughs> so like, I don't know. I see where he's coming from. Like, he does want to be that present father. He mm -hmm. wants to be there because he never had a dad that was there. Yeah. And like, I can understand mm -hmm. like where he's coming from just because he, 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 he wants his kids. I mean, how old is she now? Four? Four, yeah. So like, I mean, she is going to start remembering things now. Yeah, true. I agree. So I feel like he, I don't know. I kind of felt sad watching that video because you can mm -hmm. kind of see his like sadness in his eyes. Mm -hmm. Like he's no, so too. distraught and like he wants to be a good dad. Mm -hmm. Put everything aside, everything, ever, you know, not, I'm not, you know, I'm not apologizing for him in any way or like, you know, you know what I mean? But like he, I don't know. I just feel kind of bad for him. No, I totally agree with you. And I, I definitely see your point. It's hard because we don't know the entire situation. Exactly. However, as far as we all know, from the public's point of view, he's always been a good dad to his kids. Mm -hmm. He's always been there. As far as I know. And it seems. Um, there doesn't seem like there's a reason to not have him at his child's birthday party. Yeah, so he's obviously not going to act the way he did to right. that fan who was harassing him. Right, 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 right. But, you know, no, but that's a good it's point. Like, is there more to it? And like you said, Kim has always seemed to be. She always has seemed that way. And yeah. is it for the cameras? Who knows? And that's the thing but... is like, should any of us know any of this anyway? Right. It feels like weird that we're even. It's honestly being true. Clued into it, like. Well, he put himself on. 
yeah. social media. And maybe so. he's doing that because he knows that's the only way he's going to get some support. Get some support, yeah. That's kind of sad. It is sad. And it's sad for the kids. That's and, but, what it's sad but for. But like, yeah. to play devil's advocate, I guess, or I guess <laughs> the opposite of that. Devil's advocate? <laughs> yeah. He's a Jesus user Uno card. <laughs> Jesus' advocate. Oh my God. To but, play Jesus' advocate. I mean, Kanye did release that song recently. Yes. And in it, he says, he calls the kids spoiled. He says mm-hmm. they're rich ass kids. We yeah, have it in to here. do some chores, which it's like, really, bro? You're going to like diss your own kids yeah. in a song? Here, let's, yeah, it's, it's kind of crazy. He goes, um, we haven't, we haven't the best divorce ever. If we go to court, we'll go to court together. Matter of fact, pick up your sis. We'll go to courts together. Like Courtney. Yeah, Courtney. I got love for the nannies, but real family is better. The cameras watch the kids. Y'all stop taking credit. Non-custodial dad, I bought the house next door. What do you think the point really being, being rich, rich for? for yeah. mm-hmm. When you give them everything, they only want more. Bougie and unruly. Y'all need to do some chores. Yeah. Rich ass kids, that ain't your mama house. This ain't your mama's house. This ain't your mama's house. Yeah. Climb, Climb on, on your, your brother's, brother's shoulders. shoulders. Get, get that, that top, top ramen, ramen out. out. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, oh, then he, this is the funniest part. So I know he goes, God save me from the crash just so, so I, I could beat Pete, Pete Davidson's ass and my new bitch bad. <laughs> <laughs> Which is really funny because <sighs> Connie had that car accident back in 2002. Pete Davidson was nine. So, <laughs> wait, seriously? Oh. <laughs> Jesus was like, I'm going to save him just so he can beat that guy's ass, that nine year old. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know their age. To, how fucking old is Pete Davis? He's pretty young, he isn't is. he? He's Pete a whippersnapper. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, he's twenty eight. Oh wow. Yeah. I thought he was like I in thought. his thirties for some reason. Speaking of which, what do you think of Kim and Pete? Just in your I own mean, opinion, I think it's funny. I'm, I'm here. I really for like it. it. Yeah, I'm like whatever. I Sounds just good. love Pete Davidson. So. Oh me too. I love his ass. I think he's so funny. I do too. And, and at first, I really thought it was kind of a joke. I thought maybe it was kind of a. Uh, you know, SNL type skit. Like, let's let's see if we can trick everyone into thinking this relationship's real. But now, I don't know. It really does seem like it's a legitimate relationship, especially if Connie is like angry enough to be yeah putting him in his lyrics forever. Yeah, I was gonna say that's uh, yeah. almost a compliment to Pete. I feel like oh, he loves it. There, yeah. I actually there was a interview with him recently or. Uh, from sources, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he thinks it's hilarious. Yeah. I, it wasn't it that he loves it and he's not scared of me. He's only scared of like fans that yeah. would go after him yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, um, so apparently Kanye did end up getting the address because he did show up to the kid's birthday party after all, and, and he oh. beat the fuck out of the pinata. Did you <laughs> see that? <laughs> yeah, I did. What the hell was up with that, dude? <laughs> oh my god! But I guess he started. According to this insider, he seemed fine at the party and he was talking to everyone. He seemed like he was good spirits. And then he hopped back on Instagram or TikTok and did a little video again. Mm-hmm. Yo, I'm so happy right now. I just came from Shy's party and I just got to shout out to Travis Scott for sending me the address and the time and making sure that I was able to. Spend the like, spend that you. birthday memory with okay, my like, daughter to yeah, be exactly. there with the rest of the family, and I just saw everybody. It was uh, you know Chris and Corey and Kylie. Kylie let me in right when I got to the spot because the security you know stopped me once again when I got there. And you know it's just a matter of just having a conversation, open dialogue, and it was just everyone just had a great time, and I'm just really happy that I could be there well, for. Nice. Yeah. My children, I just want to thank everybody for their support the in this up. situation, you know, just. 
you know, yeah, all the, the drama, the drama, and the, the tension, tension between mm-hmm. everybody. Exactly. And there's like pictures of him talking to Chris, and I don't know. Whatever, <sighs> whatever, bro. I don't freaking know what to say about that. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that investigation goes, though. If there'll be mm-hmm. any uh, lawsuits or criminal charges against him i don't know we'll have to see. We'll see and the fact that he bought that house right across the street from kim that's shady that's wild or is that good parenting good oh, co-parenting i guess I he's mean, close to his kids but isn't that like <laughs> i'm just playing devil's close? advocate okay <laughs> okay well i'm playing jesus's advocate and jesus would be like that's too close for comfort <laughs> Like, why don't you just live together in the house? My ex-husband moved in across the street. Oh, no. Literally. That's too close. God. Unless you guys are, like, I don't know. Whatever. Friends? Weird. Friends, but (laughs) even then. I think they were pretty friendly for a while there until uh, the divorce actually started happening. I don't think it's uh, going to continue on that way. I feel like this is, like, an attempt to kind of, like, win her back. Like, hey, you can just come over to my house. Or, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it could be. I don't Trying know. Trying to stay close. Keep, a, keep an eye on that. Pete mm-hmm. Davidson. Exactly. Yep. Got to beat his ass at some point, you know? <laughs> Wait for the good moment. Dude. And he's I coming would, out of the driveway. I yeah. would love to see that. They should do a professional action. boxing thing and make some fucking coin off of that, right? Because <laughs> they need more money. <laughs> yeah. Why not? <laughs> Dude, that's a great idea. Maybe Triller can hook him up. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. And then Jake Paul can jump in as well and fight Ooh, them for fun. He could be like the... um announcer or whatever the dude that like comes in and like breaks him up that gets too crazy referee referee? yeah the ref i don't know anything about bouncer (laughs) bouncer (laughs) yeah i know i like how you said that and i was like yeah definitely the bouncer bouncer. bouncer, yeah (laughs) okay anyway the next spicy topic this is actually spicy (laughs) very spicy yes and this is totally alleged this is rumor mill for sure yeah so take this with a grain of salt my friend for sure but this story is so funny that we couldn't not include it it's hilarious and if it is true like i'm just loling to death it kills me (laughs) Mm -hmm. so supposedly they're calling him cholula poppy that was me oh that was (laughs) i was like that sounds like something corelli put in there That's amazing. Wait, what does that mean? Cholula. Cholula. The hot sauce. Oh. Right. It's even funnier now. Dude, Cholula is so good. Side note. Mm. It's the best one. It's the best hot Mm -hmm. sauce. And I don't really like hot sauce, but Cholula is just really delicious. Oh, I love Speaking of which, we just got an order in of hot sauces from the hot 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 ones. ones. Yeah. Yeah, we ordered their like collector's edition or whatever the hell it is. Yeah. And we're going to try to do a little episode with that and like. A few weeks. Hot ones knockoff. I'm really mm-hmm. excited because you mm-hmm. guys said that that's what we needed to order. Because our first round of yeah. Truth or Spicy was mm. kind of... What did you guys have? Like, Valentina? I don't even remember. It was like, like whatever we could find at the grocery store. Oh. And like, they were kind of spicy, but I want to be like, crying, like, praying to Jesus mm-hmm. for life, you know? You really want that? Yeah. I, I want to do it for the views. Oh, okay. That's understandable. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so okay, anyways, allegedly, Tallulah Poppy, <laughs> Drake, and the unnamed Instagram model, the unnamed Instagram model, because mm-hmm. they are unnamed. Yeah, they went to which makes this story very. That's what I'm saying. Right? Like, so apparently, these two decide to link up at a party, and this is according to this anonymous source, which which is the unnamed Instagram model yes. who contacted. What's it called? Too the, hot for the tea? Too or, hot for the yeah, tea. Too, too hot. much or too much or what is it? Too hot for the tea, I believe is what it is. Oh, Which no. Is too, random? too much hot tea. Sorry. Too much Jesus. hot tea. Okay. Too much hot tea. So they're just a random blog and they were contacted by this 
anonymous Instagram yeah. model. So like, yeah, definitely this is questionable, but this is just fucking funny. It's hilarious. So after the party, they went back to Drake's hotel, partied a little more, smoked some, and then things escalated from there and got really mm, spicy. spicy. When the spiciness finished, she said that he immediately got up to dispose of his used condom in the bathroom. And then she allegedly went into the bathroom, fished that shit right out of the trash, untied it, and tried to impregnate herself. Which is, how do you do that? Okay, guys, comment like below baster? if I'm just crazy, but I know that I've heard stories of some celebrity, a woman who did that to another celebrity, like a rock star or something. I want to say... Mm. I'm not going to name names because I have no idea. you can't find it on YouTube No, I keep, I keep trying to I Google, know, like, woman preg impregnates herself with condom <laughs> and I can't find anything. But I saw this recently on TV, like on an E! Oh, I'm sure True the Hollywood something. It. it was like an old thing, but they had they actually had a baby, a daughter. Oh, really? They, I think so, unless I dreamt this. Okay, <laughs> someone's got to know this story. Please comment below if you know about this. But apparently it's a thing and like a lot of people get worried about someone, you know, taking their condoms since this happened to this one person a long time ago. That How long? So, I really that, wish I sound so like unprepared well, I was right talking now. To I wish John I knew about. It was. Well, you tried. It's not like you just. Like, no, I, I tried. Yeah, you I tried. I tried. I was talking to like John about minutes. it and he was saying how this is definitely a thing that like famous celebrities and stuff will try to dispose of their sperm because they don't want other people to try and use it to get pregnant and then you know get their money and whatever but it makes total sense right oh, yeah also how i mean i'm not a biologist but like how long does like sperm live outside of That's the body oh look that know. up i'm curious it can't be very long well isn't aren't some condoms like don't they have spermicide in them to kill the sperm or some maybe not lube maybe that's a thing i think maybe not i don't fucking know it's been a long time since i went to sex i just know that from super bad i don't remember <laughs> yeah it can only survive for a few minutes or a few seconds outside of the body. Okay, so just hang on to your condom for like 10 minutes before you throw it out. Yeah, literally. <laughs> just hold it. Grip that shit tight. Oh, this is my sperm. <laughs> so gross. Can you imagine like, ew, I can't even. Yeah, like a turkey baster. Yeah, like what are you using? I'm seriously. That's Shoot it up so... there. That you can't shameless. just like put it in the base. It's got to get far uh, up there. No, it's got to go through your fucking cervix yeah. into the mm -hmm. uterus. So I believe up. is how that's uh, how that works. Oh, I believe so as well. Anyways. Anyway, when she did this, somehow she tried to get it in. And her coochie burned. And her coochie started burning. Hot lava coochie. Like, what the hell is going on? Which I know. Imagine hot sauce going in your coochie. Oh, Ooh. Ooh. not good. Not good. It felt like she was pouring hot lava on the cooch. Ooh. <laughs> so did she not see it or smell the hot sauce when she was handling it? Right. So that's what they're saying. So John knew about this, that some guys will put hot sauce well, into their condoms to like kill if, the sperm. I don't know if they specifically do that. Or I think he was just mentioning how like a lot of celebrities are really oh. cautious about mm -hmm. making sure people don't get their sperm after they have sex because they don't want people to... Is it an them. actual thing to put hot sauce on sperm to kill it? I don't Will you know. look that up if there's any scientific research on that? <laughs> well, it doesn't make sense because if sperm can only live outside for like a few seconds or minutes, then you wouldn't really need that, right? Just fucking hold on yeah. to it for a minute. like Put it in the safe for like 30 minutes. Go into the bathroom, take a poo after sex poo and yeah. like for a few minutes and then throw away your condom. Like I don't <laughs> understand what the issue is. It's so ridiculous. What does it say? It is not an effective spermicidal agent, according to Dr. Someone's so-and-so. Well, so. then I doubt Drake's doing some dumb shit like that. It Honest, doesn't even work. Also, 
how is that? What's the logic of putting hot sauce on sperm? How does that even like? I think they're trying to kill it, right? But kill just it with why lava. You, like, like put soap. I think like there's it. better things you could just put on it, like some soap. Bleach. In yeah, it. literally soap, soap in the bathroom, yeah. hot water. Oh Maybe yeah, hot water, soap. hot water, yeah, like hot water, scalding hot water. Even regular, water. empty it out into the toilet. If you're that worried about, it. Yeah. I mean, and I just it. don't get it. I just like really, and so what? He's carrying around hot sauce. I know that's what I was picturing too. Like, does he have like, like a little he's got hot his sauce, rubber and his little yeah, his little miniature yeah, exactly. <laughs> just, like always dumping it in there, <laughs> making a little concoction, <laughs> a spicy cocktail. Ew, gross. Isn't it also like alarming if your partner has like if you see their their condom and it's like red? Yeah. Is that not concerning? Yeah, that would be a little <laughs> to be concerning. like. Um, I don't want this near my coochie. Literally. And how could you not smell that? And how could you not? feel that immediately i don't know this is why yeah, I'm just i think like, you'd see mm. some you'd see the red in there you'd see it be like an at least pink i don't at know. least pink so <sighs> anyways yeah i don't know i feel like this story is probably not true but the story goes well that, she says that after they had sex and then after she did it she started screaming and drake came uh <laughs> running in and admitted to pouring the packet of hot sauce i doubt that but would i'm like what admitted but it's his sperm and his condom so he can really do whatever the hell he wants with it also, not like he tried to tell you to put it in there. Also, like I feel like she's definitely at wrong, at wrong, wrong for like for trying to, yeah, oh, make yeah. a baby with him when he yeah. obviously doesn't want to. However, I did find something this morning. This is pretty interesting. Okay, so when I was looking for that other story I was talking yeah. about, I found this story. Oh God, woman who impregnated herself with stolen semen from a billionaire won child support battle was in 2019 a 40-year-old uh las vegas hotel cleaner wanted child support battle against a 28-year-old millionaire who she never even slept with because she she stole the condom what and Uh, she won yep and court sided with her from his garbage can what how does it inserted the semen inside and became pregnant with the baby who's now four years old and she won yep a custody she battle. She confessed that she never or slept with him and she impregnated herself when she was cleaning his room. That's not his fault. I know. What in the fuck? Yeah, but they conducted a paternity test and found out he was the father and the court ordered him to pay the mother of the child $2 million oh for the three years of his son's life that he missed. <laughs> his lawyers <gasps> says their client is planning to pursue other legal actions against the mother for stealing his bodily fluids and violating his Isn't privacy. that like some type of law? I feel like, I feel like it there has to be. That's like non-consensual. Yeah, it is. So, and well, she admit to that mm, she straight up was like, we did not have sex. I let stole me, the sperm. Let me check on uh, Snopes for this. Just making sure. Because this article. We I don't, don't want to be spreading false information about the semen stealer. <laughs> semen stealer. <laughs> the case of the semen stealer. Well, <laughs> Oh, wait. No, this is bullshit. Damn it. Snope says no. No, no, no. This is not a factual recounting of real life events. Damn it. I was excited for a second. Uh, Okay, that makes sense. I was like, there are no real stories of this. I don't know. Let us know know below if you guys know. There's a whole Wikipedia page on sperm theft, (laughs) unauthorized (laughs) use of sperm, or sperm jacking. Sperm jacking. It's a whole thing. Gives jacking a whole new meaning. That's okay, nice. yeah, but that story, that was bullshit. 
Well, Drake has made uh, references and songs in the past about taking extra precautions. Oh, has he? Yeah. So I guess lyrics from Wasting Time, it says, gold medalists flush the magnums just so they don't collect in my specimens. Damn. <laughs> Honestly, I'd probably be doing the same thing. Yeah. Because he has one kid, but I guess yeah. he doesn't want any more. Adonis. And I think, He's a cute kid. And I think um, I think his, I think his, his kid, I think they were like a, a fling too so like mm-hmm. the, oh the yeah drake and the mom never really had a relationship no mm. i don't know like then he went on instagram and posted a pic and the caption says you can have your 15 minutes of fame i'll take the other 23 hours and 45 minutes <laughs> <laughs> oh god and yeah apparently she's suing but again <sighs> how the fuck are we actually i feel like that's just like the last story it's got to be bullshit i feel like it's very unlikely to be true We're unless sure. we see a lawsuit let's see the fucking lawsuit well, okay my thing is is if you're suing then why are you not coming forward with your identity of who you are? Yeah. While you're like, why are you trying to say anonymous? Mm. Also, is that, is that allowed? Like if you file a lawsuit, doesn't it, isn't it automatically public? Yeah. But she hasn't filed a lawsuit. She just said oh, she's, she's going, going to. to. Mm. So mm-hmm. we'll believe it when we see it. We want proof of the lawsuit. And if it did go to court, what do you think the judge would say? Uh, well, what is she going to court for exactly for, hurting her coochie but you did that to yourself yeah. drake is allowed to put hot sauce in his condom that's put not a crime anywhere you want right that's put not a crime asshole your ears yeah i mean you could do whatever your you bible want. so it's yours i mean that's your own fault that you stole it and put it in your own coochie i don't know what you would be suing him for i agree I he didn't agree. do anything wrong Mm-mm. he's just protecting himself shit but this whole story is likely bullshit yeah but i still <laughs> want to talk about because it it's fucking hilarious yeah it definitely is okay <sighs> so for the main event today mm-hmm. we are going to be talking about jls jamie lynn spears and chd call mm-hmm. her daddy this has been very controversial so call her daddy uh this is a podcast how how long have they been around i always thought it was uh two people it started off as alex cooper and then sophia i don't remember her last name i'm I've been listening to Call Her Daddy for a while, but not as long as the two of them had been on. So something happened. They had a falling out and then Mm. Alex took it over and she's been running it since. And it is wildly successful. Like she's, I think she's right up there with Joe Rogan. Yeah. One of the top Um, shows for sure. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, she did a interview with Jamie Lynn Spears. But before we get into that, let's go ahead and thank our sponsors for the day or at least a few of them. And we'll be right back. All right. So getting into the latest with Jamie Lynn Spears and Britney Spears. Um, let's start with her GMA interview because mm-hmm. that did come first. It did. January so, 12th. Jamie Lynn has been very vocal mm-hmm. lately about her thoughts on her sister's conservatorship and trying to really, I feel like it's really been like a defending herself tour. Clear her name. Yeah, clear her name tour. So, and a book tour, really, because that's really all that's this is about. Her <sighs> yeah. new book, which is called Things I Should Have Said came out on January 18th. Mm-hmm. So there was a different title for it as well at one point. So apparently the book was called uh, I Must Confess, which we all know is a Britney lyric. And yeah, Jamie has denied that, but it literally was on the shelves at Target printed on their little label. That's shady. Wow, I did uh, not know that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it wouldn't surprise me. So she changed it to things I should have said, allegedly changed it. Mm-hmm. And the book came out on January 18th and discusses her family life and her relationship with her big sister, Britney Spears. But she has said over and over again that this book is not about Britney. However, it mentions her name 
almost every sentence. I mean, it's like constantly. Yeah. And she says that she hopes the book will set the story straight for herself. I'm like, okay, so then, mm-hmm. yeah, well, then it is about Brittany because the reason you're under hot water is because of Brittany. So it's obviously incredibly bad timing and just exploitive timing for her to be releasing a book right now after everything that Brittany's going through. And it's just like, wow, just add to the list of people who are exploiting Brittany. Yeah, it's really bad. Her timing. own sister. Like, um, I do believe that she has the right to write a book and release mm-hmm. it you know that's but why didn't she right. release this years ago i agree or wait a bit until yeah. things settle down a right. little bit it's just like hmm it seems like you're trying to take advantage of the wave of oh, media yeah. and interest in britney's conservatorship at this point absolutely so jamie says that britney's behavior started to change and describes her sister's behavior as erratic paranoid and spiraling mm-hmm. um, which seems like that's private, even if that is true, mm-hmm. and really shouldn't be coming out of your mouth. That's just my thoughts. <laughs> your um, mouth. However, she was asked about Britney's state of mind during the GMA interview and said she really can't speak to anyone else's state of mind. So to her credit, she did say that. Yeah. So then Juju asks her, why would you release the book now, given the timing of everything that's happened? Like we were talking about, it's just very sus. And I guess she basically said, it was really important to me, first off, honor my voice. I have to do it or else how can I expect my daughters to stand up for themselves? Which that doesn't answer the question. Yes, you can stand up for yourself. Very roundabout. The timing is what she's asking about, Mm -hmm. not the fact that you wrote this book. It's the fact of why did you do it now? Mm -hmm. So I don't know. It's it's. It's interesting. Um, You know, the whole issue, though, was really complicated because obviously Jamie Lynn was a victim of her parents as well. Brittany Mm -hmm. wasn't the only victim. And it sounded like her parents have been toxic since day one. Yeah. You know, just terrible. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I mean, more into that. We start talking about her daddy. Do think she deserves to be heard? So I don't know. But I think the timing is bad. Um, she also talks about how she was a mistake from the beginning. And I think that mm-hmm. she said that that really impacted her. And she says that she's all, kind of always felt like that. And that that's mm-hmm. really carried along with her yeah. her whole life. I guess her dad got a vasectomy and he was supposed to get like a checkup on it. And yeah. It, it just didn't work. And he never did. Yeah. I don't know. So he's, she's 14 years younger than her brother, Brian. Mm-hmm. Um, and she also talks about how she thought it was weird that they're both they both have B names. Mm. And she was named after her, par- her parents. Which is the weirdest shit the ever. That's the weirdest most thing, dude. Conceited. It reminds me of um, JonBenet Ramsey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? But Jamie Lynn. It's so fucking weird. But her mom's name, she pointed out, is spelled with an E at the end. And hers and isn't. I think, oh. th- and that's the family name, she said. So, like, yeah. all of them are spelled with an E at the end. So and for she's hers. the only one that doesn't have an E. Which, that's so, like outing like that's so like mm-hmm. black sheep i was yeah i would feel sad as a kid to be like yep. oh well it, is it a family name but it's yep. not really because you're not spelling it the way it is and both Brittany and brian both have j middle names i don't remember what brian's is but Brittany's is jane or no. jean um so it's bjs bjs and then hers is jls and mm-hmm. she kind of always felt like not in the loop with that mm-hmm. so yeah. Um, I actually didn't see the GMA interview in full. I saw a few clips of yeah, it. Yeah, I saw a few clips of but it, But did too. she talk about her father being an alcoholic in that as well? Yeah, she opens up about how she grew up with her father being an alcoholic. He went to rehab in 2004, um, and that he spent most of his life in the cycle of, like, drinking, not drinking, going back to drinking, not drinking, you know, 
and which is obviously very traumatic and yeah. stressful as a kid to watch your parent go through that mm -hmm. and not knowing whether or not you know she that that your dad is sober is he not sober you know yeah. what the deal is so yeah and i mean i it's really it definitely gives you empathy for jamie at the end of Absolutely. the day it doesn't excuse any of her no. behavior and how she's treating britney now but when you're raised by people who are abusive exploitive. and exploitive, you're going to be abusive and exploitive, most likely. It doesn't excuse it, but it helps us to understand it a little bit. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm also someone who grew up in home where alcohol was abused at times and a very chaotic house. And I know how much it can affect you and affect your behavior. And I really feel for her in that sense. Right. Um, Especially when you're a kid yeah. and the youngest. I think there's also something to be said about that because yep. you have two siblings who are quite a bit older than you. I mean, mm -hmm. 14 years older and 10 years older. So they're in totally different points in their life and they may be going through traumatic things as well. But as the youngest, you're kind of almost like, well, is that normal? How do I yeah. help them? I yep. can't help them. Should I help them? But my parents are, you know, here and it's just... I can understand how it's very confusing and traumatic. Yeah, I totally to grow up that way. Agree. Yeah, kind of makes her behavior make a little more sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So then, in two thousand seven, um, when she was sixteen years old, she announced to her family that she was pregnant. Um, and I guess that she said that she had faced a ton of scrutiny. Yep. And her parents were like pretty adamant mm -hmm. that she not keep the baby. Mm -hmm. She said that no one in the Call Her Daddy podcast, mm -hmm. she said that no one was forcing her mm -hmm. to get an abortion, but it was pushed very strongly on her and that they kind of made it her, everything else difficult for her if she chose to have the baby. Right. Um, which obviously is extremely abusive. And I really feel for her in that sense. Right. That yeah. she went through that. That's extremely hard. And it just shows what assholes these fucking parents are. Mm -hmm. She says that looking back on it, she doesn't understand how it was acceptable to humiliate a young girl who's going through something so personal and traumatic, which mm -hmm. I agree with. By the media. I mean, the media really did. Oh, like, yeah. They like ripped her, her, her up. And she tried to keep it like a secret for a mm -hmm. while. And... You know, mm -hmm. obviously it got out, but yep. nothing like a, about it for a, a teen pregnancy from a young star for people to just <sighs> pick yeah. out. But mm -hmm. I can't imagine, you know, you're not safe in the public eye, but then you go home and you're not safe there either because mm -hmm. your parents are also coming at you. Right. They're not like supporting you. And yeah, that's horrible. You know, that's horrible. Well, honestly, good for her for doing what she wanted with mm -hmm. her body at the end of the day. Mm hmm. Yeah. Um, and at that time when that decision was so difficult, you know, right. I'm glad that she did what she wanted to do yeah. and didn't let anyone else change her mind. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. So then she kind of and she talks about this in Colorado, too, about how when the conservatorship started in 2008, she was 17, about to have a baby. So she's already going through a lot. And she kind of admits to the fact that she wasn't able to be as focused on Britney because she had her own things going on in her life. Which she kind of, I think, uses the excuse like, I was so young. I was only 17, yeah. which I feel like I can understand to an extent. It's like you were 17 when it started. Right. But it continued on for 10 plus years. Yeah, exactly. So it's yeah. like that excuse is only valid for so long. I right. feel like, I don't know. Um, Yeah. I mean, Jamie was asked about how she felt when she found out the conservatorship had dissolved. She said she was happy. And, you know, she said that she didn't understand what was happening back then because she's about to become a mom um, and she's 
very adamant about not knowing much about the conservatorship, even to this day, being like, I really don't understand it. I really don't know much about it. Which is, I feel like that's very weak because it's not like she couldn't get the resources to understand it more Mm -hmm. or try to educate herself about it more Mm -hmm. than she was. I agree. Yeah, I completely agree. I mean, if my family member was in that, I would yeah, definitely try to at least figure out what the hell is going on. Especially when she was confiding to her that she was so depressed and so angry and felt controlled and abused. Mm -hmm. And why wouldn't you take it upon yourself to learn more about the situation? Right. Yeah. Um, so then Brittany had asked her to be the person, you know, to make sure that her boys were taken care of on her will and trust. And at first, you know, she thought this was a pretty typical request and was like, yeah, OK. But then she realized that Brittany was in the conservatorship and Jamie Lynn didn't want to be a part of Brittany's life until she was out of the conservatorship. Now, Oops. is that selfish or is it because she's afraid that she could somehow get in trouble were her parents threatening her behind closed doors? I don't know. I don't know. Well, in Call Her Daddy, she talks about how they were going to make her some part of the conservative yeah. too, and how she just didn't want to. Mm-hmm. It sounds to me like for selfish reasons. But. <sighs> yeah. I don't know. It's hard because like we don't have the full story. No, we don't. Right? That's the bottom line is like we only know what the media is telling us Mm -hmm. and side note the media is extremely twisted and likes to Mm -hmm. you know form articles and such that make it very like biased in one way so i feel like we're really only getting a one-sided portion of this whole story and when you go directly to the sources Brittany and jamie they're both giving us very vague Vague. answers both of them yes um and you can't really put the full piece no uh Picture pieces, picture, picture, picture. Can't put the picture together. Um, but you yeah, know, it's true. It's hard to really get an idea of what what is true, what's fully what happened. is not. Yeah, mm-hmm. 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 we're getting like small bits and pieces. Yeah, exactly. Um. So yeah, she just wanted no part of it. But then she says that she has always been Britney's biggest supporter and always mm. was. Mm, which I'm like, that's really not. That's not a good look to give yourself that title when you're clearly not. Yeah. And she says that she was always trying to set up ways to help her mm. whenever she mm. needed it or asked for it. Blah, blah, Um, She went out of her way to make sure that Brittany always had contacts that she needed to end the conservatorship. And she even claims to have spoken with Brittany's legal team, but it didn't end well for her. But there were she didn't really like yeah. explain explain what that meant. So. I, it sounded like, especially in the Call Her Daddy interview, that there was like a lot of things that she was kind of skirting around because she can't say. Yes. Yeah, I mean, this is a huge legal... Which, yeah, I mean, I believe that. There's probably a lot that she can't say because it would, you know, be really, really bad for her. Um, Anyways, then Juju asked if she disagrees with the conservatorship or if she always had. And she basically responded with, it wasn't about agreeing with the conservatorship. Everyone has a voice and it should be heard. So if she wanted to talk to other people, then I did. I set that up. Which again, it's That's like such a vague answer vague. that doesn't explain. Did you did you disagree with the fact that she was being abused yeah. and taken ad, uh, taken advantage of for years, and also was basically mm-hmm. manipulated to have people think that she's incapable of living her life, while meanwhile she's choreographing her own shows, mm-hmm. performing twenty four seven, writing songs on a Starbucks napkin, like yeah. When at the end of the day. 
I mean, Jamie would be nothing without her. Yeah, that's true. No one would know who she is. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I feel like if she was truly against the conservatorship, we would know. It would be a clear answer. Mm-hmm. Yes, I disagreed with the conservatorship and I wanted her to be out of it. Also, one thing that that kind of stuck out to me was every time like, you know, you'd, every time she's asked something about like Britney or more in favor of Britney, mm-hmm. she always turns it back around on herself. Like I did all yes. I could and yep. I it was I, you know, I was there mm-hmm. for my sister and I, I, I set up whatever I could. Yeah, that's not the question. The question is like, like talk about your like not talk yep. about your sister, but like don't you don't it's this isn't about you anymore, right? This is about mm-hmm. a, not, I, I don't know a bigger picture yes. than just you. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, I don't know, I don't know. So then, last July, Brittany posts that she was hurt by Jamie's tribute performance um in the 2017 Radio Disney Award Awards, and she defends herself, saying that she was confused why Brittany was upset with her that they've spoken since and that Jamie doesn't think that Brittany's upset for her anymore, which that whole thing kind of confused me. Like, I think it's kind of, you know, the fact that she wasn't able to perform for herself and like have control of it, but her sister was willing to jump in and just do it. Also, aren't tributes typically for like people who have passed? Like yeah, a tribute, kind like of. a Prince tribute concert would be like- Most of the time, yeah. I don't know. That's what I would imagine. Yeah. I feel like that's why she might be, you know, I'd be hurt by that if, Mm. I'm using a tribute for me, yeah. but I'm not. I'm still alive, and I can still do it. I guess there have been tributes over the years for people who are still alive. Oh well, yeah, it's, never mind. It's rare. I'd agree. Like more, that word is definitely more associated for people who, who have passed. passed. Yeah, one hundred percent. Um. Yeah, and then she, I guess, became really emotional and said that they still have love for each other, and you know, is basically sad that this whole rift has been put between them. And Brittany has made statements like that, too, saying that mm-hmm. she has unconditional love for her sister still, but she's also clearly very angry, which we'll get into some of her posts as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Brittany actually actually went on Twitter and responded to everything that Jamie said um, on January 13th. Let me read this. It's a long one, but I think it's really interesting. So she goes, so I got really sick last night, 104 degree fever, maybe higher. Not sure because I stopped checking. I'm never sick. So if I do get sick, I'm a drama queen. I needed a leave from my pain in my head. I had nothing. I called my security. Can you please get me something to relieve the pain in my head? My fever is pretty high. Immediately they say, no, sorry, I can't leave the premises. I have to stay on property. So of course I said, uh, unless, oh, she says, of course, unless there's an emergency and I have 104 degree fever. I told him the other security leave sometimes in emergency, so it wasn't that big of a deal, and it wasn't what he said to me. It was the sarcasm in his voice when he told me he couldn't get it for me. Oh, well. So then she says that she looked at her phone and sees that my sister did an interview to promote her book. I watched it with 140-degree fever, and then she was like, I'm kind of glad that I had a fever because I wasn't going to be able to watch it otherwise, and it made me care less. Mm. Uh, her Her... You know, posts are very hard to read sometimes. Mm -hmm. Okay, then she goes on to say, anyways, the two things that did bother me that my sister said was how my behavior was out of control. She was never around me much 15 years ago at that time. So why are they even talking about that unless she wants to sell a book at my expense? Mm -hmm. That's how I would feel. Mm -hmm. Uh, She says, then where the lady mentioned, why did she accuse you of doing remixes to her songs? I know it may sound like a silly thing to most people, but I wrote a lot of my songs. My sister was the baby. She never had to work for anything. Everything was always given to her. If you were me, you might understand asking for 13 years for remixes to go into a small venue show 
and on tours. 13 years later, they assigned me as the mother of all heart of gold. Brittany's sitting there seeing a 15-minute performance of everything I have ever wanted. Mm. But see, I always was the bigger person. They all got to do it and play me, and I always sat there and took it. But see, now it's a joke. And the last thing I would ever do is ask what was just given to her. Then she talks about, I do remember asking my sister why she did that when she knew I was waiting to change my show. And her only words were, well, it wasn't my idea. Hope your book does well, Jamie Lynn. I won't be doing Instagram for a while. The media, this business has always been extremely hateful to me. I've given enough, more than enough. I was never given back ever what I want. They say in the Bible, ask and you shall receive. Uh, not in my life, just like my family. I asked security for a leave and I just laid there with 104 degree fever in bed. And he told me no. My family ruined my dreams 100 billion percent and tried to make me look like the crazy one while I have 104 degree fever, not able to move in my bed. My family loves to pull me down and hurt me always. So I'm disgusted with them. Mm. And I mean, I definitely understand what she's saying, too, about her choosing to perform. It's like, oh, well, it wasn't my idea. Okay, well, you still have a voice. You can choose not to do it. Yeah, they didn't force you. Um, Or ask your sister how she feels about it before you go ahead and move forward with it. I mean, just it's clear that this family is so about putting themselves first. And from what we know about Brittany, she seems to be the opposite of that. I mean, she did so much for all of them. Yeah. um, Bought her mom a house. A house, yeah. Yeah. She's it just seems like she's given and given and she's just done giving when people are just taking from her and Mm -hmm. taking is sucking as much as Mm -hmm. they can from Mm -hmm. her and exploiting her. Yeah, no, I completely agree with that. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I guess Brittany's lawyer, Matthew Rosengart, sent a cease and desist to Jamie Lynn regarding her new memoir, things I should have said. Memoir. Memoir. A memoir. A (laughs) memoir. He calls the book ill-timed. Yep, that's uh, right. Yeah, and then it makes misleading and outrageous claims about Britney. Um, I don't know. I guess he also wrote, she takes you at your word, and we therefore demand that you cease and desist from re- from referencing Britney derogatorily during your promotional campaign. If you fail to do so or defame her, Britney will be forced to consider and take all appropriate legal action. <sighs> yep. And they just want Jamie Lynn to stop using Britney as promotion to sell the book. However, she continued with the Call Her Daddy podcast. Yeah. Yep. That came out not long after. And that was a whole, I don't know, can of worms to go into because there was two parts. Then there was this part that was like filmed at home. And people were speculating. The second part was clearly edited. Oh, well, yeah. But then people were speculating. Did she have to? like pull out some parts because mm-hmm. lawyers were coming after her but then mm-hmm. alex went on instagram and was like no one can make me pull things out of my podcast and basically like shut that down so mm-hmm. it was very dramatic and speculative yeah so we'll get into that in a sec but before we do let's go ahead and thank our last sponsors for the day okay so jamie lynn did a two-part interview like we said on call her daddy this was my first time listening to a call her daddy really episode, actually yeah and i always thought the girl's name was alice cooper so. alice cooper <laughs> Nope. I was like, oh, her parents were big fans. That's funny. But yeah, um, this it was it was a whole lot of a whole lot of things. I have a lot of feelings about it. Um, But from the beginning, people were very skeptical about the interview, of course, um, also because people believe that Alex could be kind of helping her. Uh, with this promotional tour that she didn't go hard against Jamie. 
Um, there's a lot of speculation that she is somehow connected to Lou Taylor, who was Britney's ex-manager. Because he's following her on Instagram. But uh, yes. Or, yeah, sorry. Um, yeah, she's following her on Instagram, but I don't think Alex is following her back. Unless... But it's like, why are people mad about who's following Alex on Instagram? I don't know. Like, I mean, she can't yeah. control that. People are trying to say they're like all friends, but I don't, there's no proof of that. I just think that's a stretch. There's no proof that Alex was paid for this interview, no. that it was any any type of anything. Those are all speculations. Mm-mm. But we don't know. I mean, it it is. I would say that Alex didn't go that hard after her. No. How didn't push on her ever, very much. I think that probably the reason for that is because if she goes in there and like basically goes hard and tries to attack her, I could see her closing up and being like, well, I'm not going to open up to you. As an interviewer, you want to make your guest feel comfortable enough Mm -hmm. to open up and to speak up to you. And who knows? I mean, maybe there was an agreement said before that you can't like go too hard or I'm going to fucking leave. Yeah. You know, so and I think she wants to be known as a respected, you know, person in this industry of being able to interview because this is not the first person she's interviewed. She's interviewed a lot of people like, um, what's his, what's that guy's name from The Bachelor that, oh, uh, um, uh, is Colton? Yeah. Colton yeah. Underwood. Mm-hmm. She did one with him and I thought that was a really interesting, his story's really sad. Yeah. I loved that show. I, mean, I didn't watch very that show. Interesting. But mm-hmm. anyways, I think she wants to be respected in this industry as someone who can professionally interview someone without coming across as like attacking them because if she attacks her then other people aren't going to want to go on her show. So I can I can understand why she didn't go as hard as people wanted to. Do I wish that maybe she did? Because it would have brought out some more details, mm-hmm. maybe. But again, I don't know how much Jamie Lynn would have been willing to open up if she was just sitting there like yeah, that is going a good at point. her. It, I mean, yeah, how much could she have actually pushed? Except for, I feel like Juju pushed a lot harder on GMA than Alex did. Alex seemed very much trying to clear her name, trying to help defend her, trying to assist her in being able to defend herself. To play devil's advocate, I do see people's complaints that Call Her Daddy, I guess, is supposed to be kind of a women's empowerment show. Yeah. Would you say that? I, mean, I don't know anything about it, so I don't I, know, but that's what people have been saying. I would agree with that. You know, a lot of people really hate Call Her Daddy and have very strong opinions against Alex Cooper. Which I'm not here to try to convince you to like call her daddy or feel one. I mean, I could care less if you like her show or not. Yeah. Personally, it's not like you're that big of a fan or anything. No, I'm not like a stan. I do listen to her and I think she's pretty um, badass at what she's been able to accomplish. And the fact that she's like right up against there with Joe Rogan, who I mean, I'm not a fan of Joe Rogan fan, but I just think it's interesting that she's been able to have so much success in such a short amount of time. And she's a young female and she's a solo podcaster. And as a podcaster, you have to give mm-hmm. someone. I mean, it's hard enough doing a show, the two of us. But yeah. imagine doing it by yourself no, every week. Hard, and, sure. you know, so I do have a lot of respect for Alex. Um, but in the same token, it's kind of like, OK, well, if you're going to be this role model for women and stand up for other women mm-hmm. and talk about women's empowerment, mm-hmm. and then you're going to have this person on mm-hmm. and really defend someone whose behavior has been pretty atrocious yeah. to someone who's been abused for the last like almost 20 years. Mm-hmm. I, it's just kind of, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. like Alex has never said anything about Brittany, Mm-mm. never touched on the conservatorship. Mm-mm. 
and has never shared anything about that on social media. So like, and I think why that's kind her, of, yeah, that she like, gets why is she doing that? Mm. And that's like, all you have to say about it is about Jamie and, and helping her defend herself. I feel like that's a little, it felt biased. Yeah. It felt, it did feel biased. And that's just my opinion. Me too. I, I, I know it would be very hard to be in her situation, be sitting across from this person and like, it's so complicated. There's so much we don't know. Right. And she, she probably knew there was a lot of eyes on her. Personally, I think she could have done a lot better in the interview. I think she could have been a lot more prepared and pushed harder. And it did feel it did feel like she was very biased well, towards Jamie. It honestly could be that she wasn't prepared enough, too. Yeah, that, that's because what she I did, She did. I mean, I don't know. I've only watched a few Call Her Daddy episodes. And this was... Like so, so much different than really anything else I've heard. And I've listened- well, her style has definitely changed. Like she started off with talking about like a lot of sex and just really mm. trying to put this message out there that like women can talk about sex openly and can talk about sexual experiences openly mm, okay. and not be ashamed about it. Okay. But now she's kind of taken she's kind of broadened her horizons and not only gets on there and talks about sex, but also talks about mental health and talks about just a variety of things so i think maybe this was also a like professional career move to try and be like proving like look dude i can handle Mm -hmm. the one of the most hot topics in in media right now and yeah i mean i i agree i think she probably could have been a little bit more prepared um and and i think a little more professional too like i understand this is call her daddy it's a fun silly laid back podcast for the most part. But if you're going to get into this world where you are interviewing someone who is talking about someone's fucking 15 year abuse. Yeah, it's it's there were times where I felt like, wow, I would never have said that in this situation. At one point, she was like paraphrasing what Jamie was telling her and was like, so your dad was basically like, fuck you. Mm. And it just it's just stuff like that. that I'm like, it was too casual. I don't I just didn't like the way that she said certain things. And I can't really make a full judgment on Alex because I've never really watched her yeah. show. This was my first time ever hearing her. Right. Um, but I do, I see what where people are coming from. I think some of the criticism is fueled by rumors saying mm-hmm. that she's being paid for this, that she's friends with Lou Taylor. And those things are just, right. as far as we know, not true. There's no evidence for that at right. this point. Right, 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 right. Yeah. It's hard because... I mean, Lou Taylor could have been involved in this because she is still Jamie's manager. Right, right, right. And a lot of people have been very critical about the fact that she is her manager, which we don't know anything about that. She could be in a, a, a contract. Long, yeah. Right. It's <sighs> not These as simple. As, They're not just going to let you go. Right. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and Lou not Taylor's a major snake. So I don't know. I think that there's a lot more that we just don't know. And it's hard to form such a definitive opinion. Also, yeah. the fact that it doesn't help that this topic of Britney Spears in general is just so polarized. It's either, Mm -hmm. it seems like you either have to be 100% gung-ho, believe every single word that Britney says and fuck everyone else, or you're for the conservatorship. And I don't think that's really fair to any, like in any scenario to Mm -hmm. expect someone to have such a strong opinion about that one way or the other, because we don't know. This isn't our lives. Yes, it's been publicized to an extent, but a lot of the shit that is going on is going on behind closed doors that yeah. we have no fucking idea or we get a little glimpse and we don't know the full picture. Mm-hmm. And we're getting vague responses from both of them. Right. So, yeah. no, it, I agree. It's it's really hard to say at this point. Yeah. And like, 
people are very polarized about it. That's for sure. But it's a it's a very polarizing and sensitive issue. It is. Yeah. And, you know, we we always want to believe victims mm-hmm. and Brittany's the victim here. And yeah, it's hard. I mean, but I think Jamie Lynn is also a victim in a different way. I think yeah. she's a victim of abuse. Yeah, I think absolutely. that you could agree with that. I, I absolutely you know? do agree with it. Both all of them, their parents are abusive, horrible parents. And yeah. to say that she is not a victim in any way, not of the conservatorship, right, right. not of the bullying on the media. I don't care at all. I mean, yeah. people can say whatever they want about her, but what she went through as a as child a kid, yeah. and uh, her parents trying to force her to get an abortion. That's abusive. Right. Yeah. And um, God knows what Hollywood did. I mean, she was on TV. Yeah. Disney oh, is very and her snaky. mom hit her. We talked yeah. about uh, that was in the part one of the interview too. her mom gave her a bruise. Mm-hmm. So didn't they see that bruise on like the set of like Zoe one water or something? Yeah, yeah I think yep, so. Yeah. So, yep. I mean, it's just a sad way either. Like no matter how you look at it, the whole thing is just really fucked up. Also, there has been a lot of criticism against Alex just for giving her a platform. Mm-hmm. And that is, I think, a hard situation and hard to give someone that feedback. Because first of all, Jamie has a platform. Brittany has a platform. Mm-hmm. But someone's going to give Jamie this platform no matter who it is. Someone's going to do it. Yeah, I feel like with the media, we get kind of twisted versions of things, which, I mean, it's hard because I do feel like Caller Daddy was pretty biased and a little twisted. But it's like, if she didn't do it, there would be another podcast that that does. Right. Do I agree with it? Not necessarily, but it's like, I understand why she did it. Mm -hmm. And I think, actually, I would rather see a podcaster... Yeah, do it than like some giant media platform just because I feel like it's a little bit more personal. There's a Mm -hmm. little bit more relaxedness around it versus traditional media that is so strict, has so many cans and cannots. Mm -hmm. Um, It was hard because that's what I thought going into it. Like I'd rather see it from a podcaster than GMA. But then honestly, GMA like went way harder and it was I felt like a lot more Mm -hmm. real and I don't know. I I definitely see where people are coming from saying that they feel like Alex was kind of used as a tool for Jamie. Mm -hmm. And I I, personally, I see that. But it's hard. We just don't know. There's so much we don't know. So these are just opinions. You know, these are just our thoughts. Yeah. Um, So anyways, there was the whole part about how part two was coming out and it was going to be really long but then it was delayed and people started saying oh it's because they made you cut out a bunch of shit and that's when alex was on instagram and said no one can ever make me cut anything out of my podcasts Mm. again i don't know if that's true i don't know how that necessarily could be true because if a lawyer comes at you and says if you don't cut this shit we're coming after you yeah you could make yeah i don't know (laughs) so i mean unless she like took the chance maybe she's got really strong lawyers on her side which i'm sure she does yeah um so anyways, well, I think what was um, especially gross about this whole interview was the fact that it was te- like used as a teaser from mm-hmm. the beginning that Jamie was going to read these text messages that would expose Brittany and um, clear her name, clear her name and like change yeah. the narrative. And that's just when you start reading private messages I th- I just think that is absolutely disgusting behavior. Yeah, that I do too. Does not need to happen. I do too. 
There's yeah. really no excuse for it. No, there. I, I I agree with that completely. The part where the screenshots were up on the screen, the fact that Jamie was like, yeah, it's good to go. And she even was like, I probably shouldn't have done that, but whatever, said something along those lines. Yeah, she did. She's like, I feel bad reading these, but... But it has to be said. Mm-hmm. I think... Well, and it really it's hard because it's like... And it didn't clear her name at all, so... Don't really get it. Yeah. No, I don't know. In fact, I think it made her look worse. So it's very long, the text message that um, she read that she had sent Brittany and her boyfriend. Yeah. She claimed she never got a response from either of them. That Brittany blocked um, her But this something. was an attempt to clear her name that she had tried to get her out of the conservatorship. Um, but yeah, there was... Um, we're going to put it on the screen. Yeah. And you can look it up if you want to read it. I'm not going to read the whole no. thing on here. You we're can kind of running it. out we'll of time. We'll put them on the screen, yeah. Um, but there was a part in it that I just thought made her look so much worse i think there was definitely parts of it where it would have been best for jamie lynn to keep her mouth shut or say like i'm not about to comment on that yeah Mm -hmm. Um, and it was almost like she was defending her dad in the text as well i got that vibe too which was weird Mm -hmm. i don't know she said i have nothing to gain or lose in this situation no matter what happens with the conservatorship but i'm sick of seeing this whole thing just going in circles so i figured i should see what i could do to help that is does not clear your name at all that makes you look fucking terrible that, makes that you, you don't like care either like, way i'm annoyed with the whole thing so mm-hmm. i'll do something about it so that we can stop talking about it essentially yeah, not like, because like i care about your well-being in circles so i figured i should see what i could do to help right like, really no i agree that was really trash mm-hmm. i don't think that was i don't know why she decided to put that on this on yeah, I mean, Blast. the whole thing totally backfired. No, it definitely did not clear her name mm-hmm. in any way just because you said some things to her. I mean, also, these text messages are from November 2020. Mm-hmm. So yeah. for, what, a year and a half out, she knew? Yeah. So, like, she she's known. And so this literally mm-hmm. makes her look even grosser. Mm-hmm. If you see what's happening to your sister, why wouldn't you say anything to anyone publicly right. at any point? And I think she was asked that, and she was like, because I didn't think that I needed to or said yeah, something along said the something. lines of like it wouldn't have helped or i i mm. why do i have to talk about it i'm like well unfortunately you know whether you wanted to be dragged into this or not you are That's so sister. N- not saying anything just makes you look worse she also talks about um feeling like she was britney's doll and that britney was her protector she also uh, several different times talked about how Britney was like a mother to her, mm-hmm. which is actually called parentification, which happens in a lot of abusive households. Yeah. Like the older sibling will step up and act like, you know, an older sibling. So, I mean, that just further shows the abuse that they went through. Mm-hmm. I thought this was just real interesting how she basically was like, I told Britney that all she had to do was move to a different state for six months and the conservatorship would yeah. be dissolved. Mm-hmm. So I'll, I, she's like, I offered my house in Louisiana. I don't know why she didn't follow through with moving there. She also talked about how maybe because she has kids and a it's not that in easy. You can't California just get up and life. fucking move. in a career like what? And I don't think that is. I mean, I don't know enough about yeah, the legality I. between behind a conservatorship, no. but I don't think that it just dissolves if you easy. go to another also, state. Because everyone would do that. That's yeah. a pretty big claim for somebody who doesn't know anything about conservatorships. That's a great mm-hmm. point. Somebody who's like, I'm clueless. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, and then she, she actually said, that. moved into her shithole house in Louisiana and said, I don't know why she didn't do that, which is pretty mind-blowing that she even said that. And then at one point got even worse. She said, quote, if you're not going to get the help you need, then just take yourself out of it. 
What does that mean, though? That was, I think, the most shocking part of the whole interview. Take yourself out of it. Just putting all the blame on her. Like she was just sitting around doing nothing, letting it happen. Like she wanted it to happen. If you're not going to take yourself out of it, that was so gross that she, that actually came out. Well, it doesn't even make sense because conservatorships, you can't take yourself out of it. No. That's the point. It's (laughs) very hard to get out of it. All your rights. It's a civil death, as we talked about in our conservatorship episode. Mm -hmm. I don't know, man. This shit just blows my mind. Oh, the fact that she was like, oh, she had her phone the whole time. She could have talked to anyone she Mm -hmm. wanted to. I don't know why people think that she didn't have her phone. Mm -hmm. Um, and you wonder why she's so fucking pissed at you because you are just as abusive as your parents. Maybe mm-hmm. not just as, but you are you're still abusive adding towards to it. her. The mm-hmm. way that you're talking, the way that you're, oh my God, it's just so gross to me. Like the whole thing, she just, just kept her mouth shut. If you have nothing but positivity and support for your sister, then stay in your fucking house in Louisiana and shut up. Yeah, that's how I feel. I mean, I do feel for her and the abuse that she went through. I do feel for her as being a child star. I know Mm -hmm. that's extremely hard too, but. Mm -hmm. You cannot, that doesn't excuse other poor behavior, unfortunately. It does does not. Um, Um, She also talked about how Brittany bought her mom a house or told her mom she was going to buy her house if she left her dad. Yeah. And she talked, she sounded very accusatory towards Brittany. Mm -hmm. I don't know if she meant it this way, but she said, and I, and thinking back on that, that's weird. Like, because she was abused. She's trying to help get, yeah, I it know. It just shows that she has no understanding for the abuse that she went through for all that time. Which is interesting because then she also, you know, at, at times will start getting really emotional and talking about the abuse that she went through. So you would you would think that if you were abused and affected so badly by it, that you would also be able to somewhat understand what your sister was going through and, and have some sort of remorse for her yeah. you know what i mean yeah completely it's it's such a sad situation to see a family actually act this way yeah it is and it makes me wonder how many other families are going through this that aren't even you know celebrity families just everyday families that are going through conservatorships that are just mm-hmm. being twisted and turned oh yeah, oh, yeah. and another thing too is that she seems so complete obviously she was complacent in the mm-hmm. whole conservatorship but there was a point where, um, so, like, I think it was, I don't know what the question was exactly, but they're like, well, like, why did they pick your dad? And mm. she said, somebody felt the need for something. And it's like, and like, yeah. you know, that's just kind of a, again, like that's, yeah. that's so complacent. Like if, especially mm-hmm. because you know that something is, ha- your sister's coming to you and telling you, hey, like, hey, I'm being abused. And you're going to say, you're going to say that somebody felt the need for something. Yeah. I don't know. It's bullshit. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't really even like know what else to say other than it's it's so complicated that sometimes I'm like I get it's like hard mm-hmm. to keep track of everything of who said what and what lawyer was this and this it and is. that. It's very confusing. It's so mm-hmm. confusing, mm-hmm. especially getting these little bit these little bits and like um, Brittany's posts sometimes are very confusing. They're very lengthy and they're kind of uh, a little mismatched. Mm-hmm. Like th- it's just hard to follow along. Yeah, sometimes for sure. And with what Jamie's saying because it's so vague. Mm-hmm. And like I don't know. As a fellow Sagittarian, I can see why, like, Brittany is so scattered. You know what I mean? So there's this one part where she talks about how the both of them went on a trip to Hawaii back in 2016, and they bonded a lot. They stayed up late talking, and they had some, like, good quality, quote, sister time. And Jamie Lynn remembers a time when they sat down and expressed those hard things to express, which, again, is 
very vague, like mm-hmm. everything else, mm-hmm. um, and that she felt that Brittany should have the right to talk about it. So she spoke to Brittany's lawyers, but that went nowhere. And she said that they turned, um, they turned on her. Uh, she also claims that she talked to her lawyer and gave him all the facts. And apparently he told the other side of the conservatorship, but it was shut down immediately. She felt that Brittany needed a new lawyer because he wasn't acting in her best interest and blah, blah, blah. And that's when she goes on to read that text about how she's like, you need to get a new lawyer because Sam is basically exploiting you and isn't, you know, mm-hmm. doesn't have you in your best interest. Which ended up being true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She also um, talked about, I think it was in the text where yeah. they go, he was the one that toured, a- toured mm-hmm. the facility and was like, yeah, this is the right one for Brittany. Yeah. So then it makes me think, I'm like, geez, was her legal side like really not even for her? Mm. You know, it's like. No, I mean, they clearly weren't. That's why she got Rosengard yeah, instead. Yeah. But I'm like, fuck. Yeah. Like this thing, this whole thing is so twisted. I know. <laughs> I know. And it's just confusing. So in one of Brittany's Instagram posts recently, she was very um, clear about her feelings on her mom and Jamie. Mm-hmm. And um, it's kind of hard to read. And so there was um, this person on TikTok. This TikTok's by Kimberly Thomas, T-A-H-M-U-S. And yeah, she did the Southern version of it. And it definitely helps it make a little more sense. Britney Spears popped off on Jamie Lynn on Instagram. Let's talk about it. A lot of people are concerned about the way that she's writing things, saying that she's not writing them in a way that sounds normal or whatever, and she uses lots of dots and things like that. Let me just explain something real quick. Britney Spears is from Louisiana. And if you're from the South, like me, um, I'm from Alabama, you can read this in a way that's being said in a Southern way. So I'm going to read it that way. So that way y'all can understand how she meant to say this. (laughs) I flew home to Jamie Lynn on the couch watching her TV shows right after Justin and I broke up. I was a ghost there. I had worked my whole life, and I didn't know how to be served by Mama. I sit there and get served the chocolate milkshakes with the perfectly crushed ice with the secret chunky sugar. Meanwhile, Jamie Lynn is 12. She indulges with the TV for hours, then goes to lay out on a raft at the pool. I'm in shock because this was never my life. Justin's family was all I knew for many years. Things were different now, and Jamie Lynn had a new Nickelodeon show. All I remember saying was, damn, how the hell does a 12-year-old land a Nickelodeon show? Hmm, well, I never got my iced chocolate drink. I mean, yeah, I'm grown up, right? But then maybe I might need a little support. It was a People magazine cover. The people show up, and as Jamie Lynn says, I was scared. Fuck yeah! My mama was on pain medication and could barely hold the conversation in the house because her and my dad split, and she was more messed up than anything. I remember her sitting on the floor in a conversation, and she never even got up. And I'm sorry, Jamie Lynn. I wasn't strong enough to do what should have been done. Slapped you and mama right across your fucking faces. Oh, I'm sorry. And why do I say that? You selfish little brat saying how weird and dumb it was that I bought a house for mama. She was so proud. And you told that interview girl that it was just weird. Like, I guess I will just walk in these halls. Why did you say that? And why watching your at-length interview really two hours or more and the topic about the knife, which is ironically the only lie you've ever told in your whole life, why is that conversation 20 minutes? And the most degrading to me, oh, but you don't want to keep talking about it because you don't want to hurt nobody's feelings. 
yet. You let it linger forever saying you felt unsafe with me and weird. Fuck you, Jamie Lynn. My mouth was on the floor the way you talked back to mama when I came home. Shocked out of my mind. You were fucking hateful to her, and I know mama had been lazy with me. But I'm sorry. You deserved way more than a purse knocked at you by mama. She should have whipped your ass. Mm. Poor mama took it too, just like I did in the end. She worshipped you too much, I know. But if you came out of my stomach, I would have popped the shit out of your little ass. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. That um, reminds me. We still need to talk about the knife situation. Oh, yeah. Yes. That, um... Pretty shocking stuff here. Yeah, that was shocking. Jamie Lynn shares a story about when Brittany locked herself in a room while holding a knife, and she said that she was just repeating that she was scared and that Jamie was confused because she looked up to her sister and, and didn't understand why she was scaring her. Okay, really, how selfish can you be? Obviously, she was terrified if that even happened. Mm -hmm. However, Brittany has said that that, that never did not happened, even yeah. happen. She made it up. She says, the only knife I ever saw you with at home was cutting the biggest piece of squash I've ever seen. Oh, my yeah, life. she was going all squash. Um, so please stop with these crazy lies for Hollywood books. <sighs> That's a big one, too. Yeah. That's a big lie. Yep. Just, I mean, and obviously it's he's, uh, she, said, she said, she said. Yeah, I'm like, who we don't knows? No, for sure. Um, but she said, I've never been around you with a knife and I would never think to do such. I don't know. I, I don't really. I yeah. feel like so if I feel like if I even say like, I'm not sure who to believe that, like the comments would be like, how dare you not mm -hmm. believe Brittany? But like, I don't know. There's no evidence. So you, how no, can you really pick right, either way? Exactly. I'm like, I don't know. I just I think with the with how exploitive Jamie has been and how she has shown herself to why about yeah, things yes, like, even if it did happen it's interesting that she picked that to talk about yeah like, like why yeah that's exactly right whether why it happened picking? or not yeah it's very clearly used like why are you to talking make about that look it doesn't bad. Really have anything to do with anything yep. victimizing herself and using yep. it as like a shock factor to right. totally to books. totally yeah it's all about selling the books it's about the money baby she needs she's out of that zoe 101 cash <laughs> that's what i honestly <laughs> think it's just Do so I clear. Look good today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I forgot. Play. What the hell? They that was a high school campus. I was upset. Do you know it's filmed at Pepperdine University? <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. I was always like these college kids, and then I got older and realized that was supposed to be school. a high school. Yeah, it's like a boarding school. If you I was obsessed with that fucking show, though. I loved that show. Josh loved it. Let's he said he was a big Zoe One One fan. Yeah. I only saw a few episodes. I liked it. It was a good. It was a good show. I was thought it was it? a good show. I kind of missed that era. I was like not into Nickelodeon at that point. I was too cool. I thought Disney Channel was the cooler one. I thought honestly by that point I was probably in my MTV phase. Oh, I kind of missed out on Zoe One Hundred and One. Yeah, I liked it. I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, but she why would not have gotten that show? Oh God, no. no. Oh no, we can all agree that nope. she would not have gotten most things if it weren't for her sister. So how about some fucking gratitude to your sister I was, I was who went through all this abuse and all this bullshit so you could have a career Yep. and no one would know who the fuck you are without Brittany. Where's Brittany's thank you? No. This mm -hmm. is how she thinks her apparently. Yeah. By saying I don't care if you're in the conservatorship <sighs> or not doesn't make a difference to me. That was fucked. Yeah. What the, that mm -hmm. was just not a good look. Why did you read that part? I would have just if I were her I would have stopped when that right. part came up. And you'd honestly, you'd think clearly someone was with her. I don't know who it was, but during the interview, several times she like leans what off and is like, yeah. can I say this? Can mm -hmm. I say that? 
Was no no one there to tell her like, hey, well, when that's she really, how you worded this was bad. When she read that, it was at her house, so I don't know if anyone was with her then. Oh, during she, that part, yeah, during yeah. the screenshot part, yeah, right? That's true. I'm pretty positive. Yeah, it was. No, oh, you're right. Yeah, she was so just at her house. Maybe, maybe now <laughs> the people are like, <sighs> fuck no, damage control. Oh, something to point out before before we end mm-hmm. um, was in the Caller Daddy episode, part two was the continuation mm-hmm. of part one, right? Mm-hmm. So they only had like twenty some minutes of part in part two of the actual interview of the first which interview, was yeah. yeah which was really weird like yeah, obviously weird. they did have like even mm-hmm. you know alex says that they you know they can't make her take anything out but it's pretty obvious it obviously they did because there's only 20 minutes when she literally teased like two and a half or two hours plus yeah, she said that she filmed with her for almost three hours and that mm-hmm. was she was like i i think on instagram she was like i just got done with doing an interview with someone. It was either yesterday or this morning or something. And we talked for almost three hours. So obviously stuff mm-hmm. was cut out, um, which makes me wonder what the hell was in there. Also, she Jamie said that she doesn't understand why the public thinks she wasn't allowed to have a phone when she could call yeah. her whenever, which is right. just more stuff that we don't understand. That's two different stories not lining up. Yeah, Because um, I don't, I mean, from what I understand the conservatorship, that's not true, but yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I think... I mean, now Brittany has blocked Jamie. She said that and she I guess tried she's done to that multiple times or like change numbers. Yeah. And... Mm-hmm. But I mean, mm. clearly that was a response to this latest part two of the interview and her reading <sighs> text messages. Yeah, not looking good for JLS. No. Really it, bad attempt at trying her. to clear her name. Really <laughs> muddied up her name a lot more. Yeah, so. I don't think that helped really her. Shut at herself all. in the foot. <sighs> I'm just so glad Brittany's able to speak now and say. Mm-hmm some of this stuff and fight back against her family mm-hmm. who she feels has been exploiting her and abusing her for years. I agree. Yeah. So yeah, let <sighs> us know your thoughts. Yeah. This was a long episode. I know we definitely ran talked about a lot of quite stuff a lot longer. Yeah. And but we want to hear what you guys have to say. Of course. I know there's a lot of conflicting opinions Yeah, and we all have to keep in mind that they're like we've said is just, there's just so much we don't, we know. don't know for sure. So we can only have our opinions at the end of the day. Right. And go off of what each of them are telling us. But right. Yeah. There's I clearly a lot more of the story we're missing. I'm sure more will unfold as time oh, yeah. goes on. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm curious to see if Jamie will continue on a press tour for this book. Uh, I feel like she probably will because what does mm-hmm. she have to lose? Not or maybe a she won't because this went so fucking badly. I don't know. She seems like the type. Any will. press is good press, right? I was just gonna yeah, say, probably. <laughs> Any attention probably. is good attention. I don't know. That's what yeah. they say, at least. Yeah. All right, people. Well, thanks for tuning in. If you made it yes. till the end, we appreciate you hanging out with us. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we'll be back next week for a very exciting episode. Yes, it's uh, a surprise. It's a surprise, but you will what not want to miss it. We got something Ooh. really exciting. Mm-hmm. We sure do. Uh, but that is it for this week. We love you guys so much. Hey, if you have a second, go over to Apple Podcasts and Spotify and follow us or download our show. It really helps. Also, side note, you can watch on Spotify. Yeah. Follow us on TikTok. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. Yeah, this Call Her Daddy episode was the first uh, episode I've ever watched on Isn't Spotify. It, cool? it was cool. It's yeah. so awesome. It was and great. not a lot of uh, podcasts are like offering no. that right now so it's no. really cool that spotify reached out to us and was like yo yeah want to do this yeah because yeah, awesome. not many podcasts do video and no. i feel like you know we only did that because we have a presence on youtube but now looking back i'm so glad we did oh yeah absolutely yeah. so it's really cool all right guys well, that's it for this week we'll see you on the next sesh but until then keep, keep it, it fresh, fresh.